When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ducks fans, welcome to a special edition of the Quack Report. Christmas Damn, we edition. are festive up in here. <laughs> Hell yeah. New background, new lights. We got Christmas sweaters on. It's perfect. <laughs> also, I, I totally didn't notice this when we were setting this up, but I got the green sweater, the red lights. You got the green lights and the red sweater. It's uh, all about the matching. Come oh, on. Yeah. You know I'm thinking about this. You know I'm oh, thinking I know. about yeah. this on the yeah, producer yeah. end. Come on. Come on. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That was a total accident, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I can't it. take credit for that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're looking festive today. It's good. Hell yeah. Yeah. We, uh, I mean, obviously no Ducks games going on. We don't have any Ducks news to talk about, even if we wanted to. (laughs) Um, So yeah, we're going to talk about our favorite Christmas movies. Um, And because we're, you know, very festive up in here at the Quack Report, we love, I almost said we love, we do love Canada, but (laughs) we love Christmas. Um, We're we're also going to announce a giveaway at the end of the podcast as well. So because tis the season of giving, of course. So, very exciting episode, even though there's, it's absolutely nothing to do with the ducks at all. <laughs> nothing at all. <laughs> Unless, Nate, is your favorite Christmas meal roasted duck? No. Okay. I've never had duck for Christmas, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never had duck for Christmas either. I've had it just in general, but. Yeah. No, my, okay. Yeah, you know, what? that's a good place to start, actually. What's, what's your favorite part of Christmas, of like Christmas dinner? Oh, that's tough. I mean. I don't know. Like, I, I just love a good Christmas ham, honestly. Just like, Ooh, yeah. Just a, okay. Yeah. Just a good ham. I mean, usually you get like turkey around Christmas time, as, yeah. as well, especially if it's like a big gathering. But yeah. this year, it probably sometimes won't you be get some. both. Sometimes you get both, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Christmas so, ham or turkey and ha- Christmas yeah. and ham. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. To me, turkey is more Thanksgiving. And like, you can have ham at Thanksgiving yeah. as well. And like, ham is more Christmas, but like, you can have turkey at Christmas. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's, yeah, just a, just a good ham. Nice. Nice. My my favorite thing has to be the stuffing, specifically my Auntie Donna stuffing. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Shout out Auntie so Donna. So good. Shout out <laughs> Auntie Donna. Absolutely. Yeah. 
um yeah stuffing gotta be my favorite mm. thing so fat kid yeah. at heart <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i'm more of a fan of the christmas baking honestly oh yeah like true. shortbread cookies gingerbread cookies yeah like i, I don't even, i don't even give a fuck it could be literally whatever that kind of baking it's just all so good i had a friend send to me a millennium falcon gingerbread kit oh, and nice. i was like oh i'm so tempted to <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they didn't actually send like the kit no, they in the just mail. Me they just picture, send you, they oh. sent me a picture of it. They told me what, where it is. What and kind I'm of like, fucking friend is this? If I saw a gingerbread Millennium Falcon, I would have sent it to you. If if we like, oh. obviously lived in different cities. <laughs> no, I, I already got my Christmas gift from her. Uh, we already did that exchange. So, uh, um, gotcha. Gotcha. yeah. So shout out to, uh, to to our friend Emily as well. Um, but uh, yeah, she got me uh, a gift certificate to uh, the place I get like my my workout supplements from and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Telling you you need to work out more, obviously. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, you told her favorite part of Christmas dinner was the stuffing, and she was like, "All right, here's a gift card yeah. for some workout supplements." Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have to drop that weight back. <laughs> yeah, take a hint, Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, the the stuffing is probably the thing for me. I think though, for yeah, if you're if you're talking like the you know like the desserts and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. it's got to be like apple pie or something like that oh yeah yeah so unless there, unless pie. there's saskatoon berry pie oh that is good that is yeah. good i mean that's just good year round it doesn't really fair enough yeah it's not, not really a christmas no specific but like, I one just, but yeah I, I don't know i for some reason i think of pie and i think of like normally like thanksgiving or christmas so mm-hmm. but yeah yeah that, no, i mean that's fair I, i'll take pumpkin pie every day of the week as well but no issues yeah there. yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah so that's uh yeah, good stuff. I'm uh, I'm very excited for Christmas. I love Christmas. Yeah. So much. And if you are watching this on YouTube, you can uh, leave a comment as to what your favorite uh, part of Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever, so, whatever thing you celebrated that. What kind of like what's your favorite part of whatever meal that you have, uh, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, you can do that on Twitter as well. You can comment that. But if you're on YouTube, be sure to like and subscribe. Uh, it does really help us and uh, allows us to. You know, it, it helps with giveaways and stuff like that as well, which again, we are going to do something at the end of this episode here. So be sure to tune in for the end. Mm-hmm. We also have a couple more planned for the new year. So yes, we got, we got tons a few of things. giveaways. Yeah. Yep. Christmas comes in January at the Quack Report because exactly. we're just so far behind. Yeah. No, we're just <laughs> celebrating my birthday. That's all it is. It's a month long celebration. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but all right, Carter, what are we talking about today? We're talking Christmas movies, as I said off the top. We've put together a top three each of uh, our favorite Christmas movies of all time. Some of them may be a little bit more controversial than others, apparently. (laughs) Not controversial. That's um, that's maybe not the right word. Not as as loved loved as maybe we love them because we looked at the Rotten Tomatoes scores and some of them are in the the, the 40s and 50s, which I would not expect. (laughs) Yeah. So very, uh, very interesting for sure. But um, yeah, we're going to start... Obviously, at the bottom, at, at our number threes, and uh, move up from there. So, um, Nate, you, you're the one with the lists on your computer. So, you, I'll let you take the the, the <laughs> reins of the reindeer here on this. All episode. right. Uh, do you want to start with you or me? Because we, we got to back these up a little bit, right? Talk That's true. About well, okay. Now, I've got to think. Who's like? Which one of us has the best number one? I actually don't know about that. I don't know so. either. Hmm. Um, I'll, I'll go first so that we can end on yours. Yeah, because okay, I, I think I think yours. There's zero debate on. Okay, even though it technically has the lower Rotten Tomatoes score, I think there's zero debate. All right, sounds so. good. 
I think yeah, I think yours has more on the technicality, but yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're starting with you then. Yeah. All right, so Carter at number three, you have National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Hell yeah. Uh, I'll I'll read the synopsis as well for all these movies, uh, just mm-hmm. in case anybody's curious about them. So as the holidays approach, Clark Griswold uh, wants to have a perfect family Christmas, so he pesters his wife, Ellen, and children as he tries to make sure everything is in line, including the tree and house decorations. However, things go quickly awry. Uh, his hick cousin, Eddie, and his family show up unplanned and start living in their camper on the Griswold property. Even worse, Clark's employer's... Uh, Rene, what is that word? Uh, oh, or like rain or something on the holiday bonus he needs. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a good, good comedy. Uh, December 1st, 1989, yeah. uh, released in Canada. Uh, 73.3 million at the box office, apparently. Not bad. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, it's a, uh, yeah, it's, I, I mean, it, it's pretty much the same as any of the other like vacation kind of movies. Um, yeah. It's, it's just that stupid humor really and like I, I don't know that's really how i just know how to describe it like yeah it's it's a good it's silly a comedy humor. movie set at christmas time really yeah and about but well not really actually because like it's yeah there's a lot of like holiday themed jokes as well just like how like oh the fucking in-laws are coming to stay <laughs> for like two weeks and like how awful is that yeah and just like over the top christmas celebrations and, you know <laughs> there's a, a good message at the end that uh you know, it's not just about the gifts and the and stuff like that. You know, yeah, it's a yeah, it's about family. And about even family. though they suck, it's about family. <laughs> <laughs> but man, is it so funny? There's like, like every time I watch it, like it's one of those movies where like sometimes you're laughing so hard at the previous joke that you miss like the miss other the jokes. Next one, yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of visual comedy in it. Yeah, it's it, there's a lot of slapstick it. in that movie. I do remember that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, which is which is always good. Slapstick's always good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for sure. So, that's my favorite for those reasons. There you go. Just hilarious Christmas movie. Yeah. It's Carter's number three. All right. We'll move on to my number three now, which is 2000's uh, Jim Carrey, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. So, in this live action adaptation of the beloved children's tale by Dr. Seuss, the reclusive green Grinch decides to ruin Christmas for the cheery citizens of Whoville. Reluctantly joined by his hapless dog, Max. The Grinch comes down from his mountaintop home and sneaks into town to swipe everything holiday-related from the Hooves. However, the bitter uh, grump finds a hitch in his plans when he encounters the endearing Cindy Lou Who. Released First of all, November seventeenth, two thousand. Really, that was that actually came out in the year two thousand. That's insane. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's a while ago. Yeah. First of all, Max. Max. So cute. Max. <laughs> <laughs> Fetch me my cloak. <laughs> that was surprisingly a good, uh, good impression. I can tell you've seen that a lot, <laughs> quite a few times. I just, I think I just watched it last week again. So yeah, I've seen it so many times. That's yeah. that's one that always gets played at some point during kind of like the holiday season. So mm-hmm. at, at some point or another, I'll be watching that. Yeah, I yeah, I haven't seen that one yet this year. So maybe I'll have to have to get on that. It's one you can watch after Christmas too. It's just yeah, exactly. So good. So, uh, but why is it your favorite? Uh, well, it's my third favorite. Or third favorite, I should yeah, say. Yeah. Favorite. Just you know, Jim Carrey. I love Jim Carrey movies. They're just funny as all hell. And uh, but he really 
Jim Carrey is the perfect guy, I think, for the Grinch, just with you know how he can move his face and stuff like that. The prosthetics in this movie as well were amazing on because pretty much everybody's wearing prosthetics in this movie, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for all like the who's noses and stuff like that, too. Yeah. Um, I personally like just kind of the expanding on it and like Dr. Seuss movies in like the live action kind of setting are just visually very interesting, right? And there's mm-hmm. so much in it and whatnot. Um, and yeah, I really enjoy the humor in this, uh, in this movie as well, especially mm-hmm. coming from Jim Carrey. Right. So like even just, you know, the stupid prank call per like early on the movie of yeah. you know, <laughs> like, is your refrigerator running? Well, you better go catch it. Like just stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah. Uh, and the things that they added too, like that, that was always, I think one of the complaints about like the full length Dr. Seuss movies is like that they, you have to add things to yeah. the story. Um, to like make it actually feature length, like get over that hour mark or whatever. I don't know what the actual cutoff is. Yeah. Um, doesn't matter. But like, you know, like adding the mailroom scene or like the little bit of the Grinch's backstory and like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like it, I, I thought it still worked quite well. Oh yeah. I'm, I like, thought it worked great as well. So yeah, yeah I, 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 I really enjoy it. this movie. So yeah, I, I think the people that don't like it just don't like Jim Carrey, which I, I guess that's, your opinion it's just wrong yeah <laughs> i was gonna say it's a wrong opinion but it's your opinion yeah. no I, it, seriously though I, I like i do get why people don't like jim carrey because he is like very over the top but that's yeah the thing i like about him so it's yeah very, it's kind of an acquired taste i want to say but yeah you're right he he really steals the show yeah in that so all right uh want to head to your number two then sure all right, Carter's going number two here with the Polar Express. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> Taking a shit on the Polar Express? No, not at all. I'm just making a bad joke. Gotcha. Tom Hanks and director uh, Robert Zemeckis, I hope I said that right, uh, of Forrest Gump and Castaway fame, reunite for Polar Express, an inspiring adventure based on the beloved children's book by Chris Van Alsberg. When a, doubt, uh, when a doubting young boy takes an extraordinary train ride to the North Pole, he embarks on a journey of self-discovery that shows him that the wonder of life never fades for those who believe. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just a heartwarming movie. It's a, it's a Christmas movie through and very, through. Yeah, very much about Christmas. Like, yes, there's like, you know, action and comedy mm-hmm. and like music and stuff like that. But the, I mean, it, you love this movie for the the whole like theme of it like yeah. believing in christmas and that it really doesn't matter if santa's real or not and that kind of stuff so yeah it's uh yeah it's very cool and also tom hanks is just like oh amazing as it's, always. It's, it's, yeah <laughs> anything with tom hanks is awesome so yeah that's why i love that one and this is another movie as well similar to you know the grinch live action that we were just talking to where it's you know you only have so much from the book that you have to expand on it and stuff like that right and mm-hmm. you add characters to it to have a story and uh, or like a character story and that sort of thing. So, and yeah, uh, I thought this movie did pretty well with it. I remember the mm-hmm. big push on this movie when uh, when we were kids because this came out in like 2004 is what I'm seeing here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of the push on like 3D and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was one of the first ones to do it. Um, yeah. I think I don't think or I think without like the red and blue glasses, if I remember. Or did it still? Have I don't remember. I think blue? it was still red and blue ones, was it? if I'm okay. not mistaken, but. Yeah, so um, I think what everybody remembers more from this movie is uh, uh, what I forget the kid's name, but like the really annoying one. He's got the like, he's just like the you know the stereotypical kind of nerd kind of thing, but like the really annoying one. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I forget what that character's yeah, name is. Yeah, I don't remember and, either. 
uh, let me see if I can if I can figure it out here. But I think that's what everybody remembers more than anything from this movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, let's. Uh, oh, I think he's just called Know It All. <laughs> oh, really? Give him an actual name. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. But yeah, that's that sums it up. So yeah, actually, oh, taking a look at this here. Yeah, he's have like like Tom Hanks as Hero Boy. Uh, Noah Gay as hero girl. Like I don't think they actually gave them names per se. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I kind of like that better actually. So mm-hmm. yeah, but, it's more, more, a little bit more inclusive that way. A little bit more, yeah. So so that it can uh, be anybody. Yeah, yeah. Anything else you want to say about this this movie? Um, no, I'm good. No, all right. Yeah. I guess then we'll head to my number two, which is uh, the night before. Uh, this is starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Seth Rogen, and Anthony Mackie. Definitely the, uh, well, I guess maybe not with Christmas Vacation, but definitely the deviation, I think, a bit more so from the rest of the movies that we have on our lists. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's definitely not one as much for the younger viewers. Um, <laughs> but one of my favorite Christmas movies, for sure. I, I remember I went to go see this with uh, with my uncle, actually, when this came out. I was visiting for Christmas, so... Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, so for the last 10 years, lifelong buddies Ethan, Isaac, and Chris have gathered on Christmas Eve to celebrate the holidays with a bang. As Isaac prepares to become a first-time father, the friends realize that their annual tradition is coming to a sad end. To make it as memorable as possible, they plan a night of debauchery and hilarity by searching for the Nutcracker Ball, the holy grail of Christmas parties in New York. <laughs> <laughs> this is I, uh... such... I love this movie so much. It's so funny. Uh, yeah, just, you know, if you love Seth Rogen kind of comedy, right? It's This is a Seth Rogen movie, 100%. So, yeah. I, I haven't actually seen this one, so I uh, I have no comment on it. But it yeah. seems like the kind of movie I would like. So, And this was, this would have been, I, uh, oh, no, I guess I had seen... Oh, when did yeah, Winter Soldier was 2014, right? So I guess this was like the second movie I can recall uh seeing Anthony Mackie in. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, this being a comedy role, he is hilarious in this movie as well. And same with Joseph Gordon Levitt. Like all three of these guys have their own moments kind of thing of just pure comedy that work well, right? It's not, you know, somebody trying to be put in a comedy movie where they're not really like good with comedy necessarily like all three of these guys sell this movie perfectly i believe so yeah this is a, yeah, this is a good one if you just want like a good laugh that's holiday themed at least yeah. yeah yeah i really only know joseph gordon levitt from the the dark knight rises and anthony mackie from um like the marvel universe so it's, yeah yeah like i i guess i know them in more serious roles obviously they still have like a few like kind of one-liners in there but it's yeah, I would love to see him in a comedy movie. Yeah. I think it would be, I could see it going quite well, especially with Seth Rogen. Yeah. So. One guy that keeps coming around in this movie, which is absolutely hilarious, especially considering like some of the other roles that you might know him uh, from or that sort of thing. Uh, Michael Shannon plays a character called Mr. Green in this, who is basically like the high school drug dealer when they all went to high school. <laughs> and he's still doing it. Nice. And he pops up throughout the movie. And he's he kind of plays like the... Uh, like the ghost of like Christmas past, present, future kind of deal. Oh yeah. Um, through like 
weed smoking basically so it's it like the scenes with him are hilarious as well so because he's just like that mellow Mm -hmm. serious kind of dude as he's selling weed (laughs) like yeah oh yeah this guy i had to look him up because i didn't i couldn't think of who he was is he is this the guy that plays um uh what's the villain in man of steel zod yeah yeah zod yeah that's this guy yeah that is okay yeah that's funny so, but, uh, yeah, and he's also in, yeah, like, 2001's Pearl Harbor with Ben Affleck and uh, Groundhog Day. I'm trying to, like, seeing, like, some of the movies that I recognize or that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Of, okay, that's a movie I haven't seen in a long time. Kangaroo Jack. Sorry, I'm just oh. seeing it here. <laughs> oh, man. That's, I totally <laughs> forgot about that. how wild that movie was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was good shit. Oh, my God. Really good. Um, quickly, before we get to uh, our our top ones. Um, yeah. I want to throw out a unofficial honorable mention just because you brought it up to um, A Christmas Carol. Just doesn't really matter what yeah. version. But that's just a good Christmas story. I mean, I personally like the Disney version of it. Yeah. That's a... Because, I mean, it's like not as scary and I'm kind of <laughs> a little bitch. So... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'll, I'll, okay. If we're doing if we're doing an honorable mention, I'm going to throw out for uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Because you can oh, watch yeah. this twice a year, right? Because I mean, you can really watch it any time of the year. But like, yeah. it's a Halloween movie and a Christmas movie. What more mm-hmm. could you want? <laughs> yeah, you could watch it for like three months out of the year, like yeah, October, November, and December, if you wanted. It's great, Ab- love it, absolutely, so good. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, um, before we get to the uh, top of each of our respective lists, we're going to take a quick break here and uh, keep you guys in suspense for a little bit. <laughs> Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. And with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on all of the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So, what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use the promo code THPN, bet $1 on any team to score, and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Nate. Hit us with the top of those lists. All right. Carter, your number one is... Wait. The 1966 short animation, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. The like the original made-for-TV cartoon. Mm-hmm. So Boris Karloff narrates an animated tale about the lonely and heartless title character who decides to dress up as Santa and steal the Christmas decorations gifts, and feasts from the people of Whoville. First of all, if you hate this movie, I hate you. I know that's not very fast. Your heart is three sizes too small. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's 
I, there's no reason to dislike this movie, in no. my opinion. No um, reason at all. This is this, a, this uh, is a great movie, and yeah, uh, I I like the comedy in the Jim Carrey one, but this is like the quintessential Grinch, obviously, right? Like, yeah, this exactly. Is the book in an animated form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, e- exactly. And this holds a very special place in my heart. I watch it like every year, like multiple times, and yeah. and have since I was a kid. It's like the thing that we throw on in the background when we decorate the tree at home. So like there's a, that whole, like, I guess nostalgia aspect of it as well. But, um, yeah, I, I could pretty much, I, I could probably just sit here and recite the whole thing <laughs> in like the exact tone that Boris Karloff uses because I've just seen it so many times. <laughs> so give us a, give us a bit, give us a bit. Come on. I'm always the one doing voices here. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't just tell me to do whatever. Yes, I can. You do it <laughs> No, I, I mean, like, I need, like, a specific scene. You know? Okay, let's go with... Uh, um, See, it's like hard the, to come up he, with just one, no, right? Like the, he, he stole the Who Pudding, he stole the Rose Beast. Like that one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of the lines around that, but I can really only think of the one <laughs> in there. But okay, just just say okay. that then. Just say that okay, then. okay, okay. He took the who pudding. He took the roast beast. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that was actually pretty he good. Even, <laughs> he even took the last can of who hash. <laughs> I remember that too. It's not like in the same order, but yeah. <laughs> Man, those who's are just getting high as fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, uh, that's not what it yeah. is. I'm just making jokes. Yeah, Dr. Seuss had it right. Just canned hash, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, yeah, that's a that's a classic. Yeah, I I, I don't think anyone on in, can disagree with that. It, no, like what would you say? It was it had a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, like, it was. I I didn't go into the reviews of it, but uh, yeah, yeah, that that's yeah. There's nothing wrong with that movie. Mm-hmm. So, so that's mine. Okay, there you go. The number one. Which right. I also think is a number one as well. I would have put it there if you didn't. So, all right. So my number one Christmas movie is 2003's Elf. <laughs> so Buddy was accidentally transported to the North Pole as a toddler and raised to adulthood among Santa's elves. Unable to shake the feeling that he doesn't fit in, the adult Buddy travels to New York in full elf uniform in search of his real father. As it happens, this is Walter Hobbs, a cynical businessman. After a DNA test proves this, Walter reluctantly attempts to start a relationship with a childlike buddy with increasingly chaotic results. This is a great... Like, this is... This is going to be one of the best Will Ferrell movies, honestly. Oh, 100%. And him teaming up with uh, John Favreau as director. Perfect movie. Perfect movie. Absolutely. um, it just so happened as well that okay, maybe a little bit of recency bias on this, but I did watch this last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I love this movie just as much, and it, it, it made me laugh just as much as well as any other year and stuff like that. So yeah, mm-hmm. love this movie. Yeah, it never gets old. Never, never. gets old. So 
Yeah, I, I would watch it like multiple times a year because I remember it was like the one that you would watch at the end of or like the last day of school. Yeah. And like it would always be on TV at some point in December. So you'd like watch that. And then like around Christmas time, you'd go and dust off the DVD downstairs and watch yeah. it again. Or you'd go to a friend's oh, house I know I sleep have over. And, downstairs yeah. still somewhere at my, at my parents' place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it, it was a multiple times a year kind of one. And it, it yeah. just never gets old. Uh, yeah. And, and one other... Uh, Actress specifically, I just want to give a quick shout out to in this movie, Zoe Deschanel. Beautiful, beautiful, yeah. <laughs> awesome acting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. So there's our top three Christmas movies that we got going. So. Yeah, honestly, I don't think you can argue with Elf and the no. animated Grinch. Like those, like- you can try. You can put it in the comments on YouTube where you're watching this, mm-hmm. uh, and be sure to like and subscribe. You can also do it on Twitter at Quack Report Bod. We'll tell you you're wrong. Because you, you are try. wrong. <laughs> but you <Yeah>. can try. <laughs> yeah. There's like, I, I honestly can't even think of one that, that would even touch them. Like even ones on our list, I would be like, well, it's not the best. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. Uh, I think the only other ones people would try and make arguments for would be like Home Alone or Die Hard. But like those, those don't touch Elf and the Grinch. No, not quite. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I always see like on top 10 lists or whatever of, Best Christmas mo- movies, like It's a Wonderful Life. Have you ever seen that? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, apparently it's really good. So I'm not going to say yeah. if it's good or bad, but like, and because I haven't seen it, obviously I'm not going to put it at the top <laughs> of my list, but like, I just can't see it being any better than The Grinch or Elf. Yeah, no, same here. So, so if you come out and say It's a Wonderful Life, we'll say maybe. We'll, maybe. we'll put yeah. we'll put a soft maybe on there, but yeah. for right now, no way. We'll have the asterisk on it, so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We've got a uh, a giveaway to announce. Yeah, but I think in relation to the giveaway, this might, you know, kind of get some more people maybe interested. Mm-hmm. We don't have like Ducks upcoming games necessarily until after the Christmas break. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do have World Junior games upcoming. Yeah. So I'm just going to break down the schedule really quickly for Team, Team USA specifically because the majority of our listeners are USA based. We understand that. Go Canada, though. All right. Just just throwing that out there. Go Canada. So the United States will begin their World Junior campaign for gold, uh, or I guess to defend gold this year. Uh, they'll be playing Slovakia on December 26th. Uh, good old Boxing Day there. Uh, they'll next play against Switzerland on December 28th. The next day, they play Sweden on the 29th. And their fourth game of the round robin is December 31st, uh, New Year's Eve uh, versus the Russians. So they got, some, they got some good games coming up, actually. They always save so. the good matchups for, um, for New Year's for New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah. Usually it's um, the States and Canada because Canada takes gold and then the States usually end up with the bronze. So they end up yeah. getting in the same pool. But this year with States and um Last first year was States and, and yeah. Canada being first and second, yeah, they're in the different pool. So unfortunately, yeah. we gotta wait until the playoff portion, the bracket portion of the tournament for yeah. Canada to beat the states. But <laughs> <laughs> how many people are gonna be gonna get mad this year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, the I'm team Canada has uh Olin Zellweger and Mason McTavish, yeah, two Ducks prospects true. there. Yeah. So I mean, 
I, I think I think there might be it's, some it's more Ducks fans good. cheering for Canada. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, the quarterfinals uh, as well as the re- uh, relegation will begin on January second for that tournament as well, with the uh, gold medal and bronze being played on January fifth for the end of the tournament. So. Mm-hmm. But leading into that, we do have a giveaway. Yes, and it is World Juniors related. I'm going to make myself bigger here so everybody can see this. We have a cool little United States 2022 World Junior Championship mini stick here that we are giving away to a lucky winner this year. Uh, If you're watching this on the Wednesday, uh, look for a post on the Thursday. If you're listening to this or watching this on the Thursday, post is probably out already. Uh, And you can find that post on our Twitter account at Quack Report Pod. We'll be sure to to pin this um, on our on our profile as well. So that's where you'll be able to find it. Uh, so we're going to ask for a comment on the post of who do you think is going to win gold this year at the World Junior Championship? Uh, you don't have to get it correct or anything like that. We just want you to comment and be sure to give it a retweet. You can also quote tweet it uh, with who you think as well or just, you know, you're excited to for a chance to win this. Um, this, uh, yeah, so it'll be posted on the Thursday. It will close on January 1st, 2022, uh, at 11:59 p.m. Uh, Pacific time, so we'll, you know, we're we're gonna end it with the, uh, the the round robins, and we'll announce it uh, the day of the quarterfinals uh, starting. Uh, this, uh, sorry, this contest will just be open on Twitter. So if you have a Twitter account, great. If not, uh, be sure to sign up for one, and be sure to follow us at Quack Report Pod as well. And uh, it will be open only to Canada and U.S. residents only. Uh, we'd love to do it for, you know, worldwide, but shipping is really expensive for that. So, um, unfortunately, this only is open to Canada and U.S. residents. So, but yeah, everybody will have a chance to win this, again, United States World Juniors uh, 2022 mini stick here. So, yeah. Very exciting. Very cool. Very cool stuff. Yeah, um, I wish I could enter to win it, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe uh, who, who donated I can talk to them or something. We'll see. Okay, Sick. yeah, <laughs> you got your uh, you got your insiders there. So yeah, I got my insiders. Yeah, <laughs> um, and as we mentioned off the top as well, we have a couple other giveaways um, that we'll be announcing in the new year. So if you don't win this one, don't get discouraged. Don't unfollow because we'll have a few more giveaways to yes. to do as well. So um, we some good stuff. Yeah. So yeah, well from. All of us, and by all of us, I mean myself and Nate here at the Quack Report. Yeah, we get no um, interns or anything. <laughs> yeah, that, it's literally just us. And I guess at the Hockey Podcast Network, so we'll throw Dylan, Isha, and uh, the rest of the crew in there as well. Um, we hope you have a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and uh, Happy New Year. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll have an episode coming up before the New Year, but, you know. Will we? Wednesday? The Wednesday? Uh, I think we said we. I think we said we were taking a break until the new year. Oh, okay. So then, have a happy new year. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we will see you guys in the new year, and uh, we'll have some, hopefully, some ducks hockey to talk about then, and things will. Yeah, we'll we'll be going again. So yeah, exactly. So once again, at Quack Report Pod to enter that giveaway and just give us a follow. Uh, Myself at Carter underscore Pods P O T T S underscore ninety seven and Nate at Tate Namas T A T E N H O M A S. We'll see you guys next year.